Hello and welcome back to the Littlest Petcast. I'm your host, James, and today we are going over the episode What Meme Worry? Now, before we get into this episode, I do have a correction I would like to make from the last episode, or something along the correction lines. Now, I initially said I know why um, the assistant is the same assistant from before, but I never really talked about that. Uh, It's basically just like, you know, time-space shenanigans that I went into with Buttercream and how she's, like, born between, like, time and space. So, like, something happens in time and space where, like, the same person or type of person is, uh, like, has the same job, that's why the security guard's the same, that's why the assistant's the same, etc., etc. And yes, I know, it's just an animation shortcut, because I don't want to design more characters, but you know what, this is more fun. And I'm allowed to have fun with this show. And so, let's have fun looking into this episode. So it begins with the pets also having fun while in the play area. They're just kind of doing their thing, you know? Uh, Sunil then notices Blythe and Mrs. Tomley talking secretly. He asks what they're up to, and the pets are curious. Penny thinks it's a surprise party, but Russell says that no one's birthday is close Minka thinks they're redecorating, or re-redecorating. And then Vinny thinks they're expanding to include a taco bar, disco dance floor, and free frozen yogurt dispenser. But then Blythe comes in and says, It's nail clipping day. (laughs) This scares the pets, especially Sunil. Sunil hopes that it's not like last time, and we get a film reel uh, display counting down and displaying what happened last time, in which we are presented with a slasher film-esque sequence where Blythe, masked in shadow, uh, takes the pets away and clips their nails. Sunil keeps trying to escape, But in the end, he is caught by Mrs. Twombly and has his nails clipped. And what I like about this scene is that, like, the film effect is always over it. And then when the sequence ends, the film burns up. And that's a really good use of, like, style and transition. Sunil is cowering on a chair and says that he'll go last. So then the intro happens, and then Blythe is clipping Pepper's nails and telling her that that wasn't so bad. Mrs. Tromley and young me say that Blythe's skill with animals is great. And Blythe says, I'm not sure they'd agree with me at this moment, pointing to the pets who are all sort of recovering from getting their nails clipped. I'm going to get more into that a little later. But 
for now, uh, let's just uh, go back to the episode. So Zoe tells Sunil that it's not that bad, but Sunil asks how, that is, when uh, she was just as afraid as everyone. And then Zoe says, uh, if all the famous pets put up with it, so can I. Vinny then uh, comes around writhing in pain, and Sunil freaks out and asks if he's okay. Vinny then gets up and dances and says, just kidding, I don't have nails, so I don't get them clipped. Kind of a jerk move, Vinny, especially to your supposed best friend who is very afraid of all of this. Uh... After Blythe finishes with Pepper, Blythe asks if she forgot anyone, and Jasper, who is there as well, says, The Mongoose? Okay, yeah, um... So, remember one of those pins I put in a conversation back in, uh, uh, Heart of Parkness? I'm gonna, like, mostly take out uh, it here. So, I do need need to point out that Jasper is black, but his voice actor, actress actually, but it doesn't matter. But because they they're not black, they're they're white. It's not in very good taste to do that. It is in very, very poor taste, actually. And yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't think I need to explain why that is. But I'm going to. It's called blackface and it's where white people pretend to be non-white people and that takes on many forms and this is one said form it's also the same problem as the problem i mentioned with sunil and how serendipitous because they're both a main focus of the episode (laughs) and it's not Good. I sort of get why, but that doesn't excuse it. Like, it's supposed to be, uh, according to them, based on New York City, but according to me, originally part of New York City that broke off. Either way, it has New York at the center of it, and New York is supposed to be diverse and stuff, so they would want a black character, but like, don't do that if you don't have a black actor lined up to play them. It's 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 better than this. It's better than this, and that's that's basically all I have to say about this for now. 
Remember, I said mostly remove. There's one other thing I want to talk about with this, but it's not going to appear for a while. And, like, even though, like, I could talk about it now, I'm not going to because there's a better opportunity that presents itself. But to kind of finish talking about it for now, there are a few other things I want to talk about. So I guess I'm not actually finishing quite yet, but we're almost done with this topic for now. Uh, like, the two things I want to point out are Young Mi's voice actress is Asian, but her Aunt Christie does not have an Asian voice actor. So that's, that's more whitewashing. But, uh, this could be my whiteness talking Aside from the obvious problem with Jasper not being played by someone black, I like Jasper as a character. And that could very well be my whiteness talking, where I can sort of look past it and recognize the character as being alright. But, like, I don't know. I don't know if that's good or not. I, I, uh, it's very, like, like, I, I'm white, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's, that's the end of the sentence. I'm white, so I don't know. And that's just, that's just it. Because, like, I really don't. So, back to the episode. Um, Sunil cowers again and Blythe picks him up and puts him on the nail clipping station. Jasper tries to calm down Sunil by saying that he gets his nails clipped all the time and that he has nothing to worry about. So, yeah, I'm going to pick up uh, another rant. This is this episode is just kind of front-loaded with rants. And then there's not really another one until, like, maybe the end, but that's not really that much of a rant. Uh, so... The topic of clipping nails for animals. Uh, I haven't really looked up how it works for these animals. And with the exception of Vinny, I don't know, like, what that does. But, like, pet nail clipping has some negative connotations to it. Like, I don't know, like. Like, you're not supposed to declaw a cat. Although maybe nail clipping isn't that bad. But I don't know. Okay, this is another thing I don't know because I, I haven't looked this up. 
And I don't know what information I would find exactly if I were to. Because, uh, <laughs> like, uh, like I pointed out last episode, this is an eclectic bunch of animals. <laughs> and I don't know how much research has been done on this topic. I guess nail clipping and declawing are two different things, but it's not great, I don't think, to toe that line exactly. So then, um, Sunil gets really nervous and Jasper empathizes with him and says, we all get worried sometimes. But then Sunil makes a really nervous face, and Jasper takes a picture of it. He then does something with his phone and the picture. Young Me asks what. So Jasper says he uploaded the image to an image site where you can add captions to images. And he uh, captioned the picture with, Worrying Mongoose knows how you feel. And Youngmi really likes it and points out that it already has four likes. I mean, to be honest, as far as memes go, this is kind of relatable. It's kind of like a modern version of like the hang in there cat poster thing, but with a mongoose. It's like, hey, worrying mongoose knows how you feel. Because you're so worried about the state of the world, you know? But he knows how you feel. And you'll be fine or whatever. I think that's the sentiment anyway. So Jasper then says he's hungry. And when Youngmi questions this, he says he's a growing boy. Uh, they say bye to Blythe and Twombly. And Blythe says bye back. But Mrs. Twombly... Mrs. Twombly says, Peace out, home slice. And Youngmi just laughs as she leaves. And then Sunil questions, uh, like, Do I always look that worried? And Russell says, Yeah, pretty much. So around the country, and soon the world, people start finding Sunil's meme and decide to share it with people they know, with thumbs up across the board. Like, wait till I show this to the funny animal uh, forums, or the board of directors, or every trucker. And uh, it just becomes a sensation. And so later that night, Blythe gets a call, and interestingly, her ringtone is chiptune. So, it could be a default because there's no specific smartphone company in this uh, show that has been named. And if it were, it would be like the U-Phone or something. But I don't see Blythe using a default because Blythe... Blythe is all about expressing herself and, like, being open and, like, just using a default ringtone goes against that. 
character. So, Blythe likes chiptune music. Oh man, oh man, what I would give to see Blythe at an Anamanaguchi show. Uh, oh, oh, Blythe. I bet Blythe got Sue, Young Me, and Jasper over to her house one night to play the Scott Pilgrim game just so that they could all listen to the soundtrack. And it's a good soundtrack. But back to the episode. <laughs> Blythe rushes to her room from the bathroom because she was brushing her teeth. And she answers the phone, and it's Jasper. And he's very excited and asks her if he's seen it yet. By the way, I do want to point out, he's calling from, like, a headset. Like, you you see the thing in the image on your podcatcher? He's calling from that. I don't doubt that that technology exists. I just haven't seen it. And, uh, you know, I don't know of it. So, so then, uh, when Blythe says she doesn't know what's going on, uh, Jasper explains from the beginning and, uh, reads off an email he got. So he reveals his, uh, username is Dragonfire117? And that's just delightful. That's that's exactly the type of username I would expect from a middle schooler. Uh, anyway, so he continues to explain that that uh, picture he took of Sunil and caption he added went viral. And, uh, like, he explains that, like, over a 100,000 people have seen it. And, uh, he says the meme is on How Many Thumbs, which he explains is a site that watches other websites. And he further explains that since they've been on the phone, 10,000 people have liked the image, which is impressive. And Jasper agrees and he is very excited because this kind of stuff doesn't really happen to people like him. You know, just this middle school kid that just took a picture of a mongoose. And it's amazing. And uh, when they hang out, Blythe says that Sunil won't believe this. And Blythe is explaining to the pets that since then it just blew up. And it now has, like, a million thumbs up. And Sunil doesn't believe it. And Blythe knew he'd say that. And I find that delightful. So Zoe says that that's not possible. But Russell uses one of my favorite bits of logic. It's possible, but not likely. And Zoe's upset and questions uh, that one million people have seen this but Blythe says it's probably twice as many but a million people gave it a thumbs up. Minka says that Sunil is famous now and Zoe says Sunil and Sunil says I agree with Zoe Sunil? (laughs) That's just 
another funny line. Spoiler alert, this episode has a lot of funny lines. A lot of my notes are direct quotes. That rhymed. Okay, anyway. So the rest of the pets stare at Sunil because he's famous. And Sunil says, no, I'm not famous. Not at all famous. But then Zoe says that he is and asks, do you know how big a million is? And Vinny says he knows, but he just says it's a lot. But then Russell says, it's more than that. It's a lot times a lot. So, I don't know. I haven't done the math and I don't want to. Uh, No, I'm going to now, actually. Hold on. Okay, after doing the math, a thousand times a thousand equals a million. So, a lot equals 1,000, which I can kind of get behind. So, anyway, Russell then continues that if a million mongooses stood on each other uh, on their shoulders, it would reach really high. But then Vinny asks, wouldn't the mongoose on the bottom be squished? And then Blythe notices that uh, the number of thumbs has jumped again. And Sunil says that he feels like the mongoose on the bottom being squished. Meanwhile, Zoe is very jealous. So the shop is buzzing with people now that Sunil is a meme. And Zoe is pouting in her dog bed. I think this might be a different day, but I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. Based on the context that they give here, I think it's a different day. Uh, Pepper says that she heard about Sunil on the radio, while Minka says that her owners are sending the meme to each other at breakfast. And Vinny says that um, he saw someone on TV talking about Sunil. When asked what they said, Vinny murmurs a bit, like, and then we flash back to Vinny at his place in his tank and see that Vinny can't actually hear the TV, so it's muffled. But uh, Vinny tries saying it in that muffled way, and when he finishes, he says, and that's a direct quote. Oh, God, I love this. I love the quotes of this episode. Uh, Pepper asks uh, Sunil if uh, he's noticed anything different since the fame. And Sunil says, yes, usually when Blythe takes me for my morning walk, no one says anything except sometimes it's like, look, there's an otter. More blatant speciesism, but, you know, again, not as not as bad as the actual racism that happens in this show, I feel like this show is sometimes casually racist. I know it's not trying to be, and I know I said I would get off this, but like, it just kind of is. But aside from that, it's not too bad, but whatever. I don't, I don't know what to make of that. So, but now people crowd him and take his picture and Zoe gets mad and says that he should pose for pictures or at least smile. But then Sunil is still confused about his fame and Zoe goes on a rant about how Sunil's fame is ridiculous. You're not ridiculous, Sunil. Just 
the fact that you're famous is ridiculous. But Pepper sees what's going on and pulls Zoe into her office, which is just the fire hydrant. Which, a lot of serious conversations happen in the fire hydrant. That's where Pepper apologized to Penny. That's where Blythe and Roger made up. That fire hydrant has seen some stuff. Anyway, Pepper confronts Zoe on her burning jealousy. And Zoe tries to deny it at first, but Pepper advises her to let the burn out. And then Zoe goes on another rant about how Sunil doesn't understand fame and I should be famous. She then screams and asks, why is it so hot in here? And Pepper responds with, that's the burr. So later, Jasper walks into the pet shop and declares that more and more people are looking at the picture and now they're doing mashups. Mrs. Twomley asks him to explain it so she can write it down in her young people's notebook. That's, that's a direct quote. Jasper then explains that mashups are when you combine a popular thing with another popular thing. And then he shows them two mashups, which are more like variants of the same thing, but maybe they're related to memes in this universe. I don't know. There's a lot of uh, differences between this universe and ours. And we know someone who can tell us all of them. But she doesn't. Because we don't ask the Queen of Darkness for anything. All hail. Anyway, back on track, the two mashups, so to speak, are Worrying Mongoose Knows How You Peel with bananas in the background, and Worrying Mongoose Knows How You Deal with cards in the background. Blythe then pulls up an actual mashup with an actual meme. Specifically the Obama hope meme, but with Sunil's face and worry. And uh, Mrs. Twombly says that these mashups are, and then she turns pages in her young people book, and then says, sick. And then says, I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, does she just collect... <laughs> Uh, I love I love Mrs. Twombly collecting slang terms and like how she can use like a hundred year old slang terms but not modern ones or ones from the south. I just love it. So then here we go. At the Biscuit Mansion, the Biscuit twins are complaining about how Jasper's pick has over a million thumbs up. And they do call out Jasper by name even though I don't know why they would know or care about his name uh, but anyway they also complain about how the photo is of Blythe's weasel or her bear cub or whatever and they are so disgusted by it that they throw their laptop in the trash so they then ask Francois for a new one 
and he fetches it out of the laptop armoire, which is like a closet full of replacement laptops that are pretty much set up already. Because when you get like a new laptop, you have to like do a setup, and the, that like takes thirty minutes at least. But no, these these laptops are round to go. But speaking of things for keeping things, if they have a closet full of replacement laptops, why do they need to find a place for all of their makeup in Heart of Parkness? That's another thing I'm sort of removing the pin from. There's still a pin in it, but it's a little bit removed. Because, like, yeah, they have, like, I guess they don't have room for everything if they have just a closet full of laptops so maybe but eh I don't know anyway so the biscuits complain some more and they say that only good looking people should be famous and then Brittany has an idea although for the second time she blanks on the word idea again and this time Francois has to tell her what it is so basically the idea is that they're cute, right? And there's two of them, making them twice as cute as everyone. So uh, they decide to become famous. So they have Francois look up the most famous thing people do on the internet. And since this is a kids show Francois pulls up a music video that is very heavily auto-tuned and the twins enjoy it but Francois despises it and destroys the computer and throws it in the fire they have in their room in a fireplace in the in their room that's that's not up to snuff I don't think. Are they? I don't think they're on the ground. For, if they wait, if they have a room like a single bedroom, maybe this is like a computer room. Jeez, the, these biscuits are very loaded, and are just spending money on absolutely all the wrong things. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Oh, that's why I love to hate them. Because they're, like, the epitome of, like, rich people. <laughs> so, the twin twins decide to do a music video after Francois decides uh, to get a new laptop out of the armoire. They call it an armoire. <laughs> That's, like, very, very rich. And then Francois points out that they can't just write a song and get famous. But uh, the twins ignore that. And they keep planning their music video by saying what they should wear. And then they say they'll get 10 per billion views. Now... I do want to point out that that might be a made-up number, but they can still calculate that 
So between the two of them, they know how many that is. And that makes this joke funnier, in my opinion, because this seemingly unrecognizable number is how many people or views their music video is going to get because they're that self-centered and think that people will watch it more than humanly possible. And that is just hitting home. Like, one of the reasons they're so awful. And I, I love it. So Francois rolls his eyes, and Blythe is looking at her laptop, and Zoe comes over. Blythe talks about Sunil's photo, and Zoe is jealous. So Zoe starts posing, and Blythe is rolling her eyes, because she knows what Zoe's doing. And Zoe asks if she's going to take a picture to put on the internet. And Blythe says that this isn't a competition. But then Zoe walks over to Pepper and complains about how Blythe thinks that this isn't a competition. And Pepper wonders if it is. And Zoe goes off on how Sunil is famous and she isn't. And that you can call this whatever you want if it's not a competition. You can call it Shirley or Governor Hog of Texas. It's okay by her. And again... Nicole Oliver really, really chews the scenery or puts her hands back in that guacamole, if you will. So, uh, these two names are things. Surely, possibly an airplane reference, because you can call this Shirley. But you can't call Leslie Nielsen, surely. And there was actually a Governor Hogg. Governor Jim Hogg of Texas. Not an actual hog. Although, to be fair, if you said Governor Hogg of Texas, it wouldn't be too much of a stretch to think that they elected a pig as governor. Especially in the 1800s. <laughs> like, Texas did worse things in the 1800s. <laughs> the, the Confederacy, for example. So, maybe giving their governorship to a pig might not be that bad of an idea and you can kind of expect it and again these pets are very knowledgeable about the world <laughs> for some reason oh there's a few callbacks <laughs> anyway pepper asks zoe if she's gonna do something rash and zoe says if i must and then goes on a rant about how she'll just do about anything so long as people photograph it and put it online. So her first idea is to carve a statue of herself over a river and then bungee jump off of it and then parachute into the river. 
Pepper shoots her down by saying, where are you going to get that much marble? So Zoe then suggests getting a license, buying a car boat, and then, quote, setting the land water record for a dog driving a car boat. <laughs> oh, God, the land water record. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, like, the idea of a car boat is funny on its own, but land water record really, really drives that home. And then Pepper points out that she can't get a license because she's a dog. Zoe then points out that she has a dog license, which Pepper finds funny, but, you know, says no to it. Zoe then says she'll lick everyone in downtown city. Pepper points out that that's possible, which, I mean, it's a city of two million. That's, it's possible, but highly unlikely. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's, like, compact enough where that could happen. But then Zoe rethinks the idea after thinking about what that means. And in the fantasy, she looks like this really hairy fat guy. And she doesn't like that. So they then see Sunil asleep getting his picture taken... And Zoe says he doesn't care about being famous, but she does. So, at school, the Biscuits have installed TVs all around as a donation and say that if you want them taken down, you have to like our video. So they then play their video, which has a lead-up of their faces, but acting like a countdown thing. Then it just goes into a song. What kind of song? It's a it's a pop song. Kind of Friday-esque. Maybe that's what they're going for two years after the fact. But, uh, yeah. The whole song is about uh, how they're cuter than everyone else. And that they're two times as cute because they're twins and in the middle of it there's a rap break by francois and the lyrics suggest that he does not want to do this but is getting paid to do this he's not he's not that bad though it it's all right you you could get a few bucks from it probably and then they pick it up and uh finish the song and uh they end the video by telling people in an aggressive way to like it so yeah this reminds me of the simpsons episode a star is torn which i know is from season 16 but Some of the later-ish seasons have some pretty good stuff. And I kind of like this episode, but, like, specifically the part where Cameron, I think, slash Johnny Rainbow sings a song about how he's better than everyone. And everyone just goes against him. And it's great. I I like that episode of The Simpsons. (laughs) 
And uh, back to the episode, though, when the uh, video is done, all of the students are kind of confused in the hall. And then we go back to the pet shop where Ginny Hughes is back and interviewing Mrs. Twombly about Sunil. And she says she loves animals and she loves them more online. And then when she introduces Mrs. Twombly, Mrs. Twombly pulls out her youth dictionary and says, What up, yo? (laughs) And... The rest of the pets are looking onto the interview, and Zoe is furious. Zoe decides to lick everything, but Pepper tries to talk her out of it and preserve her dignity, but Zoe's not having it and goes for it anyway. Ginny continues her interview and wonders what the plural for mongoose is. The correct plural, by the way, is mongooses. It's it's a little weird, but that's language. Anyway, Zoe then comes up and licks Sunil. Sunil runs away and asks what she's doing. And when she says, licking you, Sunil says, well, stop. I've already had a bath this week. <laughs> that's just that's just funny. So Zoe continues her manifesto about how he's not being famous correctly. And when Sunil says he doesn't know how to be famous, uh, Zoe says, like this. And then she goes and licks Ginny. And Ginny falls over in her chair and asks them to edit this out for air. So a transition happens and we're in Blythe's room. And Blythe tells Zoe that that was bad. Like straight up. That's, That's a direct quote. Zoe says she knows it was bad, but she still really wants to be famous. Zoe wants Blythe to make her famous, and then uh, when she explains that it was Jasper that did it, Zoe asks Blythe to talk to Jasper. Zoe then describes a thing that she could do, which is She dresses up in a lavish outfit made of cats. They don't specify living or dead, I presume living, while walking a tightrope over traffic during rush hour. Or she then suggests that she could just eat a spoonful of peanut butter because it's funny when dogs eat peanut butter. And then she mimics what that's like. Blythe says that... That sounds dangerous, except for the peanut butter thing. And then Zoe says, possibly line of the episode, it's always been my dream to become famous by doing very little work. Sunil has that dream of hers. But then Jasper rushes into Blythe's room and shows Blythe that the Biscuits video has gone viral. Over 3 million hits, all of them are thumbs down. Blythe almost feels sorry for them, and then Zoe, who is not enjoying the Biscuits video, yaps about this. Jasper records it and says that Zoe has a better singing voice than the Biscuits, 
and posts it online. It then fast tracks its way to popularity faster than Sunil. And then later, Zoe and Sunil are looking over it and Zoe says she loves that she didn't do anything but be herself to get this famous. And Sunil is relieved because now Yelping Dog is more famous than Worrying Mongoose. Zoe then apologizes for the way she acted, and Sunil forgives her and says, I was too worried to notice. He then gives her a choke hug, and they make up. Meanwhile, at the Biscuit Mansion, the Biscuits are upset over their infamy, even though Fallout Boy says infamy is greater than fame. <laughs> and they decide to throw their laptop in the trash again. So, I do want to point out something. You might be thinking, hey, don't the Biscuits have the power to control people through music? Kind of. They do, but that's more their method of getting it through. Because, like, the real method is, like, their essence and singing is just a way to get it there faster the other thing is they have to be in person which is why the students at the quarter birthday party were there because even though like the music like was being played the biscuits were there the biscuits online however are just seen for what they are and not being suggested to by weird powers. So that's how that works. So Francois gets another laptop and they complain about Zoe's video about how some dog yapping over their video is more well received but then Francois points out that their video has one thumbs up from someone and the biscuits deduce that that person has good taste and that turns out to be Mrs. Twombly which A. again stop making fun of her taste and need to think of a hashtag for that but I can't come up with a good one like I guess Hashtag Mrs. T's style okay. Yeah, I, I guess that works. Mrs. Hashtag Mrs. T's style okay. Second, these are her competitor's daughters. Does she not know or does she not care? But either way, Tomley says she's forever young while dancing to it. And that ends the episode. So, I guess to summarize, uh, I didn't really go on too many rants except for like a few things that are more general. And that's why this episode has been a bit shorter than they have been recently. Because like, this is just kind of a solid episode outside of the novelty of this being about memes. It's just, it's really solid. It is like really good quotes, really good character interaction. And it's not like 
too zany in any way. Like, I wouldn't call this one of my favorite episodes, but I wouldn't blame someone for thinking that. So, that is just about going to do it for this episode of the Littlest Pet Cast. Be sure to leave a rating and comment or review on Shout Engine, on Apple Podcasts, on the Google Play Store, and wherever else RSS feeds go when they know how you feel. And be sure to tune in next time for the episode, The Big Feathered Parade. I will see you then. Nail clipping day. Old memes.